Blog Talk Radio. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the last... There's so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for one million Darlington has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able to... I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant, right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. From the bottom, they are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale Earnhardt Jr., driver of the number 88 Nationwide Chevy SS. We are celebrating Darlington's Throwback Race Weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. It's Monday night, and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right, everyone, I'd like to welcome you back to another Monday night of Rowdy Maglite Racing and the Rowdy Maglite crew. And um, buckled in with me tonight, I got the Chi-Town duel, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Hey, guys, how are y'all doing? We're doing good, Rowdy. It's Monday night. We're here to break up with that, me for race fans. How you doing, Rowdy? Doing good, doing good, guys. Uh Big night tomorrow night, huh? On a Tuesday night, y'all, y'all going large. Well, Rowdy, uh, uh, we'll, we'll have Marty on a little bit in their second segment of the show, and uh, we'll we'll go into it in a lot more detail. But uh, $10,000 to win, $1,200 to start. Uh, there's 41 entries. There's going to be some sad people going home because they're not going to make the race. But the entrance to get in, $20. You're going to get to see two feature races plus qualifying races. $20. You can't beat it, Rowdy. It's going to be a beautiful summer night in uh, central northern Wisconsin. So uh, get out there and enjoy it. I, I'm going to keep beating that horse. But, guys, kids 12 and under free, grab your kids and build memories. That's all I'm saying. Grab the kids. It's not going to cost you nothing. But the hot dog and Coke, they drank it. Grab the kids and take them to a show, and it's going to be a show. Oh, uh, this is probably the biggest race of the year up in uh, Wisconsin, Rowdy. Uh, money-wise, possibly, uh, maybe the Xfinity race at Road America surpasses it, but not by much. And uh, they're going to have a full field of cars. Like I said, some people are going to go home very unhappy because they didn't make the show. Uh, some some names we're very uh, well aware of are, aren't going to make this show, so... Uh, like I said, uh, uh, Jeff Rowdy, uh, I know Jeff's been up there. He knows what I'm talking about. Rowdy, we got to get you there. This is my favorite racetrack. You've talked about it ever since we met, uh, Mark. I, I know it's got to be because you've been to a lot of tracks and we've been together, and, and you know what you're talking about racing. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, hopefully, 
uh, hopefully one thing maybe we've got is a good bit of time. And uh, before it's over with, you know, we're going to get there. Hey, what about Pocono at the uh, winner of the Mod Space 150 at Pocono Raceway with Justin Haley? Hey, if you can't have the winner, the next best is is the winning crew chief. And, guys, tonight at 7, 10, 6, 10 Central Time, we got the winning crew chief. We got Kevin Reed coming on. And what a guest. I, I I watched Kevin uh, in the pit area and, and the garage area at the tracks, and uh, I'm telling you what, there's nobody more intense come race day than Kevin. He's there, and he's there to win, uh, and they bring the equipment to do it with. And uh, uh, they're going to have more wins this year, Rowdy. Uh, and, and and to do it with the amount of different drivers they've done it with, is on top of that, uh, uh, no question it shows uh, you know Kevin's uh, capabilities and and uh, and strength, so yeah, he he uh, he's going to be a good guest. I think we're going to learn a lot of things from our, about Arca that maybe we didn't know before. Well, you know, Mason Mitchell Motorsports brings some good pieces to the track, and you know, we were fortunate enough two weeks ago to have Mason on, and, uh, and then the following week they come up with a victory in Victory Lane. That was uh, that was good for uh, Mason Mitchell Motorsports. Good bravo to them. Well, maybe we're going to be that good luck charm they need, and they're going to pull off a Winchester win. Well, that's where we're headed next, guys, to Winchester. Uh, that we're talking about four days away, if you exclude tonight. And uh, that's a that's a Sunday race. Yeah, it's Sunday afternoon, and Jeff and I are going to be there to cover it for the show and send back photos on Facebook, so you guys all can cover it uh and see all the action that's going on. So, yeah, we look forward to it. Uh, Winchester is another one of my favorite tracks to go to, although maybe not my favorite, but uh, good, good facilities to see a race. Uh, and, again, uh, reasonable prices. The kids are free. Grab them, come them out, make, you know, make some memories with yourselves. Well, you know, it don't take much to impress a small child, especially a twelve-year-old and under. Uh, you know, you can look look back at things that you was around when you were ten, twelve years old. Looked like monster mountains, but they turned out to be small little hills. Yeah, they did, and that's what we get when we grow and you know experience life, Rowdy, and uh, and, and racing and life are very similar in those aspects. So after uh, we get done with Marty, at, Marty's coming on at 7.40 Eastern Time. Uh, then at 7 Central Time, we'll have uh, Jason back with the Brett Holmes Racing Report to get us up to speed on uh, last week and, and this coming week at Winchester. Yeah, I miss seeing Jason last week in the Pocono because we weren't able to make it uh uh, it's always good when we run into him. We get a chance to chat and, and visit, and uh, <clears throat> looking forward to seeing him at Winchester. Well, guys, you know, Pocono, this Pocono race was the only race that we didn't have somebody covering the race. You know, we had Todd at the first Pocono, but we had nobody covering at this race, which, you know, that's that's not bad. So far, what, we're uh, headed to race number 12 this week. 
we are rowdy, and uh, uh, we we well managed to cover all the races except for this last Pocono race. And uh, ooh, that was tough. Uh, one of these, you know, we, we'll we'll make it one of these days. We need to get to Pocono and check it out. Well, you know, it's the 65th year running of the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menard. 65 years, and I'll tell you what, uh, you can go to a racetrack right now, and I believe uh, it's a it's a toss-up between 15, a good 15 drivers who could win the race. It, it is, Rowdy, and that's what makes it so exciting, and... and... For those who aren't aware of it, ARC is putting on some of the best racing right now that you can see, uh, regardless of the series. So uh, tune in, check it out, go to the races. A uh, couple hours, you're going to be there. You're going to be gone. You're going to see a great race. And, uh, yeah, take advantage of these situations. They're not going to be there forever. Well, you know, everybody's you got people complaining about the points. They don't like playoffs the way the system is uh there's no fan fans are not accessible to the drivers that's completely different in arca i'm not downgrading cup but listen if you want to get if you want to be able to actually meet the drivers and get close and, and not lose a leg and an arm to go to the track come to arca because it's still a bargain and and before you leave there you'll realize what the bargain was because i'm telling you guys hey y'all know it they're putting on a heck of a show well, Rowdy, Jeff and I can contest, you know, can't contest any of that because the simple reason is we've been to the majority of the races this year, and they've all been good races from Daytona to Elko to uh, to Indianapolis uh, and, and in between. Uh, we've, we've covered the majority of them. One of us has, or, or Todd has, and, and uh, it's just darn good racing. And uh, with all the races Jeff and I see over uh, a year's period, that's saying something. You're exactly right, uh, Mark. Uh, I tell you, I, I commend all the ARCA officials and Ron Drugger. You know, I, I was one that kind of sat in the back seat thinking it was the wrong thing to do. Stay where you're at. Stay how you are. But Elmore's come in here. And the composite bodies even made it better. General Tires putting money into the show. You go, they've got a, something out on the midway at the bigger races, and and uh, it, it's just it's. I've seen a complete turnaround in the last five years. Oh, it's been tremendous uh, turnaround, Rowdy, and uh, uh, Jeff experienced it a little bit more this year than he did get to last year, and he's even noticed a big difference uh, from from previous ARCA seasons that we've attended. So, uh, unbelievable racing. Uh, the equipment's first class. The teams are first class. Uh, you're just going to see a good race in a period of time that suits having a in family. Uh, two hours, you're in, you're out. You're on your way home, uh, and you've had a really great time. So, yeah, get out there. Check out a race, be it an ARCA race or a super late mile race or just your local track down the road. Uh, go to a race. Check it out for live. It's it's a lot more fun than you realize. Well, you know, the, the little small tracks are coming back. Uh, 
attendance is picking up at these tracks, are they not, guys? I mean, y'all out there in the field, y'all seeing it more than I am. Yeah, Rowdy. Uh, boy, Saturday night the place was packed, wasn't it, Jeff? You couldn't have found a seat on the on the grandstand sides. They were they were shoulder to shoulder, butt to butt. Yeah, and that's even the pits was packed too. But you know that had a lot to do with the the quality of show that was in town too, the World of Outlaws. So it does, but it was one of the more. Uh, Robust crowds that we've seen this year. Uh, uh, Lucas Oil Raceway for the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, that Friday evening race when they were in Indianapolis, uh, they filled in nicely and had a nice crowd for that event. And uh, Winchester, Winchester is going to be pretty much packed. Uh, so you're going to see a good race. We're going to see a really good race. Well. I'm looking forward to hearing back from y'all, guys. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing from Marty and uh, Kevin. But uh, that was some, hey, kudos to uh, Fox One, man. The coverage was great again. It is rowdy, and I still see the same old stuff on the Internet. Uh, Well, you know, Fox and all their commercials. Well, something's got to pay for the race coverage, and you know what? Without that, there'd be no race coverage. So, uh, yeah, kind of think of it that way. Smile price to pay, guys. It's, I mean, really, a smile price to pay is better than nothing at all. It is. It really is. I would rather, uh, I'd rather it be that way than none at all. Oh, oh, definitely, Rowdy. And the coverage they give you is good coverage. Uh, they go through the field. They give everybody a shot. Uh, they they know what to cover and how to cover it. And uh, it, it's a first-class operation with Fox and or, or MAV-TV. Uh, uh, either or, you're going to get a, a, a great show in, in a great time period. So you, you just can't beat it. You just can't be an ARCA race right now. Hey, let me give a big shout-out to Chase Briscoe. What a job Chase did doing his little commentary first time. Said he was nervous. He didn't sound nervous. Chase is a very well-spoken driver, Rowdy, and uh, no, he didn't. He uh, he acted like he was a veteran out there, and uh, he's he's knowledgeable. He knows what's going on, so uh, I'm sure that helped him. Uh, uh, going into his first announcing uh, situation. So he did really well. I uh, I enjoyed his commentary, and I hope he gets to do more of it. Oh, hey, I think, he, I think he's done an absolutely great job. You know, and uh, Jim Trudeau down in the pits does a great job to go down and get the storyline down, down in the trenches. Jim Trado's been around a long time and done a lot of races. He knows what he's doing and he knows how to do it. And uh, yeah, I, I enjoy Jim. Uh, I enjoy the, the the whole crew. If it's Fox or, or Mav, whoever's doing the Arca race, you know you're going to get a good show. Well, we got Mav covering uh, the race this weekend. That, I, but if it's live, I don't know. I think they said they were going to have four live events. And- I'm not no, sure. No, it's uh, not. Rowdy, it's not live. It's going to be uh, tape delayed. 
and they're going to air it on August 19th at 10 p.m. Eastern, and again on August 26th at 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. I uh, appreciate that, Jeff. Good well, call, Jeff. I didn't even have that info. Well, you know, for me, I'm, I'll jump on uh, ARCA.com and uh, they keep you up to date with, I think Don Rothbaugh keeps it, is the one that keeps everybody informed from the track. And it's a uh, live chat from, from the track. I enjoy that. Also, I like to watch it and, and follow the chat on the ARCA.com page. Well, it gets a little confusing sometimes because they usually don't have the lap counts as accurate, or they they hold back on the, the on the TV coverage a little bit over what's live, and uh, uh, sometimes that lap count gets me a little bit confused, Rowdy. I, I know. I, well, I just try to follow the chat, uh, Don, on the chat box, and and stay. Yeah, because it, it it will confuse you. Well, for me, that's not so difficult, but you know what? I, I got to stay out of those <laughs> situations, but I do enjoy the chat part of it. And uh, uh, it, it's just a little bit more info and a little bit more fun to, to be watching the race. Well, we're kind of waiting on Kevin. Uh, you know, I'm, I've had a little bit of problem here. You know, I had to dial in and, and come into the, and the show on a different route here tonight, but Don, or not Don, but Todd called in and was able to click into the show. So uh, we still got a while. You know, I guess there's a lot to do before uh, Winchester. When I said a while ago, we got four days before the race, and I imagine they're on it tonight, tomorrow night, heavy, getting ready for Winchester. Oh. Going from a speedway car to a short track car, uh, yeah, Rowdy. Uh, I'm sure they're taking a different car, and uh, there's a lot. As as much as these guys try to be prepared ahead of time, um, you're always doing something on the car trying to make it better. Yeah. Jeff, have you got the the top ten rundown, the finish? Yeah. Um, as we know, the winner was Justin Haley, uh, followed by second place Riley Hurst, uh, third place Zane Smith. Um, coming in fourth was Kaz Gart Garla. Grayla. Uh, Grayla. Fifth was Dalton Sargent. Sixth was Sheldon Creed. Seventh was Gustine. And Austin Terrio was in eighth, one of his not-so-better runs of the year. Um, and ninth was Noah Grayson. And tenth was Natalie Decker. I was kind of surprised to see that, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, what good for Natalie? Uh, I'll be seeing her tomorrow night, so I'll give her a congratulations for all of us. You got the top ten and no. What about the top six in points, Jeff? Do you have that by any chance? 
Top six? I got them all. I got top ten. Let's um, just do the top six because they're the only ones right now on, I, I think are really in the points race. But, yeah, give her a shot. Give us what you got, my friend. Um, first place in points is Austin Terrio with uh, 3,090 points. Um, Dalton Sargent in second. Uh, gained some points in the la- in, from Pocono. He's got 2,980 points. Third place is Riley Hurst with 2,690. And fourth place is Gustine with 2,655. And fifth place is Shane Lee with 2,620. And in sixth is Brett Holmes at 2,600 points. Hey, guys. Listen, I'm going to yeah, Rowdy. Let's move on. Jeff, I appreciate that, man. Uh, Appreciate the run down there. Uh, let's 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 get pushing on here, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. Well, Kevin, I said at the beginning of the show we don't have the winning driver, but hey, the next best thing is the winning crew chief. And welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Thank you. Glad to be here, Kevin. Uh, pretty special being Victory Lane again, wasn't it? It was. It was definitely a long time coming for sure. Um, and been a while, so we thought we had a few secured this year, and got them uh, taken from us at the end of the night, and didn't get the deal. So to finally, finally make it happen on uh, Friday was a good deal for everybody. Well. You know, I'm all about kids and racing. I noticed, was that your son in Victory Lane with you, Kevin? Yes. Special night for him, wasn't it? Absolutely. My my oldest actually, or my older son actually works with me. He's actually basically car chief on my car, and then Michael Thomas was there, and uh, my wife was there. So it was uh, good for the family to 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 be able to uh, all go to Victory Lane. Well, Kevin, we started out at Daytona, and, you know, y'all had three pieces there. It keeps you pretty busy trying to keep three cars in the field, doesn't it? Well, this year, I mean, with with trying to build, I mean, it was it was big for us to have three at Daytona, three at Talladega, and um, a couple at Pocono in June, and Iowa there uh, having three with Mason driving. Mason got a little tore up. Didn't have a good day, but, yes, I mean, it's just a – you know, with having four full-time employees, I mean, it's been a handful to keep it going, but it's been a necessary evil to try to do as much as we possibly could to keep building and keep learning and keep making everything good for the 78 car to try to get better each and every week. Well, Kevin, I, you know, I kind of started this venture with ARCO about five years ago, and, and four, about four years ago we were in – I was down in, in pit in the pits, y'all were taking out, and, and a guy come up and wanted me to take some pizzas to a crew, <laughs> and it was at the end of the day, and you're like, man, where'd you get those pizzas? I was like, I'm about to start to death. I felt so guilty about not giving you some pizza that day. Kevin, that has haunted me ever since that day. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> well, Kevin, I'm going to pass you on to Mark. Mark's got a couple of questions to ask you, talk to you. Mark, you're live with Kevin Reed. 
Kevin, thank you so much for being on the show, and congratulations on finally pulling off that win. Uh, you guys have had some really, really fast race cars this year, exceptionally fast, uh, and you finally put it all together uh, last weekend. Um, do you think you have the gremlins worked out and you guys can move forward and uh, maybe uh, put a monkey wrench in the title works for some people? Well, I don't think we'll get in the title works, but I mean, I would like to at least get back to third and owners. I think we're, I think we're back to fifth from this weekend. I mean, we've we've given up enough points to where we should be fighting pretty hard there for second or third. But um, Dalton and um, Terry have done such a good job there that they're they're going to separate and you know decide amongst themselves, which is you know good for them and they're both very deserving. It is, but putting that car, that 78 in, in victory lane, or if you have a second car in the, in the race uh, and uh, keeping them from winning can can also make a difference in the title hunt. Well, for sure. I mean, it, and the more we, the more cars we take and the more cars the other teams bring, um, you know, with MDM having multiples on occasions, it's, uh, you know, definitely uh, – you know, could help decide who wins the title for sure by the end of the year. And we've got a we've got a pretty strong schedule um driver lineup here for the rest of the year with, you know, um the drivers that we've got coming along to drive the seventy eight. Kyle will be back at Chicago, um Kentucky and uh Kansas, as well as having Shelton Creed at the Dirts, which I'm looking forward to that working with Shelton as well. Um and then uh, with um this coming weekend and Driver's not actually announced for this weekend, Salem and Kentucky, so we'll leave that to kind of come out here later on the week. But um, he's a stud as well. So, um, wouldn't it, you know, we'll definitely have a shot at winning several more before the end of the year, and hopefully we can put it in a situation where we can make it happen like we did on Friday. Well, well speaking of this weekend, Kevin, is there anything special you guys have to do for the cars for, say, like Salem and Winchester because of the – tremendous uh, downforce and, and uh, G-forces that those cars go through? Well, it's just all different in, you know, front-end geometry and springs that you run at, you know, Salem and Winchester versus maybe a flat track uh, to keep it up off the racetrack. We were fortunate enough to get the test at Winchester this past Monday, and, um, a week ago Monday, I guess, and it was um, had a very good test, very strong test, so um, something we're looking forward to, and the kid that's actually be in the car, we're, we've been looking forward to him having him be a part of our deal for a long time. Well, that's great. How much testing are you guys allowed to do in, in, in ARCA, and uh, what's what are the parameters in testing, Kevin? Can you go to uh, – you have to not go to a certain track because of an event uh, prior to uh, in a certain You're, amount of time or, or something like that? We can test anywhere that ARCA races that we choose to. I'll uh, have to do it seven days in advance. Um, and our tire rule, tire rule is unlimited as far as what we buy for tires and take and so on and so forth. It gets a little tricky, you know, trying to do some of the um, the big tracks, the NASCAR tracks and stuff as far as um, renting, renting them to go do, but it is possible. Right, right. Well, yeah, sometimes it's just cost prohibitive, isn't it? Yes. Well, Kevin, thanks so much. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff because I know Jeff's got some good questions for you. And congratulations, and uh, 
I will see you at Winchester, and I'll definitely stop by and say hello on Sunday. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kevin. You guys have a yes, good, safe race. Thank you. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Uh, uh, congratulations with your win on uh, this past uh, Friday, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Hey, um, Thank you. No with problem. The, I was reading an article, and it showed that uh, Justin was kind of they got a call on Tuesday to come in and bring a seat over and fit the seat in. How hard is it to adapt, adapt with you and Justin or any other driver that on with such short notice like that? Well, it's always, I wouldn't say it's hard. I mean, it's always, you know, there's a chance you will and there's a chance you won't. Um, you know, I have a pretty good, um, in-depth of notebooks and history of, you know, the ARCA races. So I kind of know what we need when we get there uh, to some degree with this body and motor. Um, it's changed, you know, we're not running the same thing, we think, same things that we run a few years ago, but we've finally gotten a uh, package down that we're, you know, working with, and it seems to be um, transparent anywhere you go. So um, just basically with Justin coming along, I mean, you, you know, get get his seat in, get him comfortable, and, you know, from there, Justin done a heck of a job, and, you know, getting up to speed on Friday and practice and, you know, for qualifying and the race. So, I mean, um, he's a good little race car driver, and, um, you know, there's a lot of good things to come from him in the future. Have you worked with uh, Justin in the past? And I'd, with him – go ahead. I'm sorry. I had not worked directly with Justin. When Justin first came along and run a few races at uh, Venturini back in uh, 2000. 13 um i uh helped put that together with um his um uncle todd braun so um so i was actually we've done some testing with him and some stuff that i was involved in but i've never actually directly crew chiefed him now now with the with the with the different drivers you use uh let me ask you this question first with justin having raced at Pocono before, did that help the communication with him racing there before and working with you a little bit easier to communicate back and forth, like the, that he can tell you what he needed or what didn't, didn't need? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it never hurts for them to have some experience at the place that you're going to. But at the same time, all these kids are just, I mean, I mean, it's unbelievable what they've retained over the years from, you know, racing quarter midgets to go-karts to dirt cars to late models back into the ARCA stuff or truck stuff or whatever. I mean, the kids are just unbelievable that's, you know, out there racing the day of what they're capable of. So, um, and he, he knew we'd been fast everywhere we'd been this year. Uh, so from there, he had confidence that we'd have a good race car and he was able to hop in it and just, you know, come right up to speed and, and I think it actually helped him in his truck deal because he didn't have to go find the racetrack in the truck. He was able to go over and hop in his truck. He ended up top of the board there for practice in his truck. They had an issue qualifying, but uh, but at the same time they had a pretty solid weekend with him being able to uh, pull pull the double duty. Now, with also you using multiple drivers, does it make it difficult or more challenging to? call the race or you just rely back on your all your notes from the tracks that you that you're racing at yeah i think you i think as a whole you know history you know just seems to repeat itself at all these places and 
with the driver really doesn't dictate much of that as far as that part of it. You just kind of let the day play out as it goes and, um, you know, see when the cautions fall or when, you know, what strategy to pull versus what somebody else has done or whatever. Now, getting back to Pocono, um, with the win, did you did your day go as pretty much as uh, planned, or did you have to make – how did you have to adjust your car or make your, make your changes to your car? And it was um, how was tires for Pocono? Because I know in a lot of races it seemed like whoever put on the last set of uh, general tires that seemed to go on and win the race. Well, General has a phenomenal tire anywhere we go. I mean, they, they've done an exceptional job with the tires and – um, you know, there's nothing better than four new tires. So anywhere you go. So um, the biggest thing there with only the one, and we we actually pitted under green. The caution come out as we were leaving pit road. So um, from there it was you know uh, game on and no big deal, no harm, no foul. We were actually it actually helped us because we lined right back up on the outside um, of the front row um, and with Kaz as well and. It, you know, so from that part of it, it played into our hand pretty good because we didn't lose any track position. Yeah. All right. Again, congratulations on your win, and uh, good luck at Winchester, and we'll see you there. And I'll Sounds send you good, back to Roddy. Yep. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Kevin, it's a pleasure to have you on, sir. Uh, you know, I've, I've watched you in the pits, like I said, the last five years. Uh, Arca's come a long ways in the last three years, have they not? They, they've done a really good job at the series, and it, I think it's only up from here, you know, with where we're heading and what we're doing with the new bodies and the um, people that's come across the fence to be a part of it and um, help support the series and help it grow. And, you know, I've been basically in the ARCA garage for, for about eight years now, nine years now, and predominantly in um, – it's been it's been pretty amazing to watch it kind of grow since then. So uh, a little bit up and down, but at the same time, I think right now it's only headed up. I, I, I'm I'm like you, Kevin. I think it's headed up. You know, we started our show uh, a year ago. Actually, John West Townley was our first guest on the show, first winning driver on the show. I think he was crew chief at Daytona that time, that race. And, right. uh, you know, our, our little deal is is we want to inform the, the fans of who who's involved in ARCA. We like to get the drivers, crew. I think like, you're our second crew chief to be on. And, uh, Kevin, I appreciate you coming on. Is there uh, sponsors you'd like to talk about, the sponsors, and tell everybody how they can follow Mason Mitchell Motorsports? Well, um, Mason Mitchell Motorsports is on uh, Twitter, the MMM Race. Um, and on Facebook as well as Mason Mitchell Motorsports and uh, MasonMitchellMotorsports.com. And from there, as far as, you know, the the people that's helped us most this year with, you know, Wix and Ibach and Mechanics Wear and Comedic and a few of the other people. I mean, it, you know, nobody's sport goes unknown for sure. Um, and we're always looking for new partners as well. Well, I'll tell you, when you uh, put your money in Mason Mitchell Motorsports, it's a good-looking car, rolls out, and they're competitive. You, you keep them competitive every race, Kevin. And that's been a, you know, it's at the same time, it's been a pretty burning desire this year to, to build something. And, you know, we started out basically 
the year with nobody being aboard to run the full season and didn't even have the full season sold. A lot of that's been work in progress throughout the year. And, you know, from Daytona to Nashville, you know, um, by a few races in, we pretty much had the year solidified for the 78. But at the same time, um, it's been a um, humbling year as well with all the support and um, that we've gotten from other people and uh, to be able to make it all happen. Well, Kevin, thanks for stopping and being part of our show. And anytime we can help you with a driver on the show, we're always willing to help. And we appreciate it and looking forward to having you back on again, sir. Sounds good. And I'll, I'll do it anytime for you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Well, guys, guess he's <laughs> trying to go go straight to work because it's not long to Winchester. I bet we were in the middle of his lunch break or dinner break there, Rowdy. And, uh, yeah, he's probably heading right back into the work in the shop. And uh, that's just the way these uh, these guys are. They uh, they give 110%, that's for sure. And only hey, having yes, four, four full-time guys working on a car, man. They must put in the hours. They've been fast. They've been fast every race we've seen them at. They've not had the finishes, of course, but – how many times have we noticed them, Jeff, Rowdy? Uh, how fast oh, they've been at the yeah. track? Uh, hey, they're always up front, guys. They're always up front. They're, they're always competing for the win. That, that's exactly right. It, it's that's exactly right. Always. No. Good uh, for what they do with the amount of drivers they put through the driver's seat there. Uh, yeah, they do a phenomenal job, and I'm I'm really surprised they don't have more wins. And I think they could make a difference in the championship if they went on a hot streak and kept these guys from winning later in the year. Well, guys, while we're waiting on Marty, let's holler at uh, Todd just a minute, and then we'll get back with Don. Hey, Todd, we missed you this week at Pocono with our coverage, man. Yeah, I was bummed because I couldn't be there, and it looked like an exciting weekend, and uh, definitely some good racing from the stuff I did get to see. I was kind of in between trying to get my truck up and ready for this weekend. Yeah, you you had a couple of minor setbacks with the old uh, power wagon, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank God uh, I had some uh, outside help. Uh, got me some new hub and bearings and uh, front half shafts. And uh, right now I've got her locked and loaded. Are you ready to head off to Watkins by any chance, Todd? I am. I am leaving tomorrow morning for Watkins Glen. And... I'll let you all in on it. I will be there with JD Motorsports for the weekend, and then Sunday I will be sitting in Pit Row Terrace. Well, we're looking forward to the pictures and the uh, the text from you, Todd. We always enjoy your stuff from the track, just like we enjoy everything else we get from Jeff. So uh, have a great time. That's all I can say. Just try to enjoy yourself if you can. Uh, I you know, I'll be... Hey, Todd, I appreciate it, man. 
we'll, we'll bring you back in here in just a few minutes. But right now, everybody, I want to bring on Marty Gallagher. And uh, Marty's getting ready for the Dixieland 250. And, Marty, uh, you're going to be the announcer out there. Isn't that correct? Yes, that's correct. Uh, thanks for having me on here on uh, Rowdy Make Light Radio. It should, uh, should be an exciting night tomorrow night. You've got the uh, Forest Coding Potawatomi uh, Dixieland 250 with the Arca Midwest Tour. I tell you, I, I, I read up on that when we found out we was going to have you on the show. I tell you what, that Dixie, and I've heard uh, Mark talk about him for over a year, that that was probably the best track that he raced that he went to all year. And after I started looking at the rundown, I mean, Dick Trickle, Mark Martin, Kyle Bush, and you even got Kyle racing tomorrow night. Yep, that's right. Kyle Bush will be there with his uh, Kyle Bush Motorsports Super Late Model 51, and uh, he's won the Dixieland race since back in 2007, and he's also ran and won a couple other Arca Midwest Tour races throughout the years, and uh, he should be in a pretty good mood after uh, winning at Pocono on Sunday, so it'll be fun to have him. He has a beat streak going on with the race stand tomorrow at the racetrack throughout, uh, throughout the day's events, too. What? You even got Mark Martin showing up signing autographs. That would be awesome yep. to go up and meet him. No. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite the deal they got set up there there at uh, Wisconsin International Raceway. So from 4:30 to 6:30, and that's just basically you get to meet Mark Martin, get an autograph from him, and that's for the uh, price of admission. You know, 20 bucks, and kids uh, 12 and under are going to be free tomorrow. But uh, NASCAR Hall of Famer, and he's a former winner of the Red White Blue race, which is a race series that's ran at Wisconsin International Raceway WIR. He won that back in the early 80s. Has uh, turned quite a few laps, not obviously throughout the Midwest, but definitely at WIR, and it'll be uh, fun to have him out there and uh, sign autographs. And I'm sure when he when he'll leave at the end of the night, you'll probably hear some stories that he forgot, and we'll have to uh, we'll look back and be like, oh, that's right, and that's right, and that's right. It's gonna be a lot of race fans that are Mark Martin fans coming out to uh, say hi to him and all the uh, all the great things he's done throughout the Midwest. You want well, it off uh, now? Marty, I'm gonna throw you over to to uh, Mark. Mark, you're live with Marty Gallagher. Perfect. Marty, how you do? How are you doing? Thanks for being on the show tonight. We've been emailing the past few days, and uh, it's great to finally talk with you. And uh, R- Rowdy's right. This is probably one of my favorite races, and it's my favorite race track. There's something about Wisconsin International Raceway that. It's conducive to really good long-distance races, and uh, you guys have picked the right venue, that's for sure. Yeah, no, and it's basically a kudos to the guys at Dark Midwest Tour for making sure that the uh, one of the big events of the year is, like you're saying, uh, one of the greatest racing facilities in the Midwest. When it comes to racing, uh, always great side-by-side action, long-distance race. You know, obviously throughout the years there's been – ASA ran there and uh, longer other different race series that have ran uh, multiple lap uh, events, and they've always come down to usually the last lap. I know back in 2007 it was Kyle Busch and Dan, Dan Fredrickson, and they uh, came down to the last lap after, and that was, I believe, just a 150-lap or 200-lap race. And I know a couple of years ago it was Casey Johnson and Nick Merzik, and that came down to the last lap, and that was a 250-lap race event. And Last year, Ty Majeski and Dennis Prunty came down to the last lap after 250 laps, and Dennis Prunty won that. So, uh, Wisconsin International Raceway always provides for tremendous racing. 
Well, I, I, I was hooked from the first time I went to a, probably 1973 to a red, white, and blue race, and I've been going back since. And I was at the 81 race that Mark Martin won, and I remember it well. Uh, all those races were, were exceptional races. I, I can't think of a boring race out of any of them. I uh, Coming from Minnesota, I'm about five and a half hours away from uh, Sakana, and uh, luckily I guess my first experience of WIR, I believe, was ASA race, a 300-lapper in late 90s, early early 2000s, Kevin Swinsky won that one, but ever since then I've tried to make it, and I usually do at least one race a year out there, obviously racing usually on a Thursday night for their uh, for the regular race it's a little bit difficult, but for race fans that have never had a chance to go to WIR it's uh, definitely in my opinion, and it sounds like in your opinion as well, uh, one of the better uh, racetracks uh, in the state of Wisconsin Well it's just a nice facility uh and, and the price to get into tomorrow night's race is, is on, almost unheard of for a major event nowadays. $20, 12 and under free. Uh, the amount of racing that you're going to see is, and it's going to be good racing. Uh, it, it's, it's a hard deal to beat. Uh, you know, our listeners out there, if you're in the area, or you're, even if you're not, make your choice. Run over to Wisconsin International Raceway tomorrow night and see some really good racing. Yeah, no, especially with uh, the support division is the Big 8 late model series, and no matter where they go, they're usually the premier division at uh, events. Well, they're uh, they're the appetizer, the uh, Dixieland Delights, and they're going to be running their 38-lap race, and the drivers that run that series are uh, ultra-competitive, and a handful of them usually do end up racing in the super late model or have raced in super late model races in the past, and the sense of it, uh, like you were saying, is 20 bucks kids 12 and under free i know it's a national night out so you can spend the night at wir bring your kids along you're going to be saving saving on your wallet when it comes to kids 12 and under free and you will definitely see some great race and you'll have with last chance races and qualifying all that stuff will be over 300 laps of uh, action-packed uh, racing around wir marty what's the starting uh, count for how many cars are they going to try to start tomorrow night so the uh, the go-to plan right now is we'll start 30 cars for the 250-lap event uh, for the Dixieland, Forest County, Pottawatomie, Dixieland 250. So we'll take the top 16 in time trials. There's, uh, right now, as I look, there's 41 guys signed up. They'll come tomorrow. I'm for sure we'll have 40 for sure. Um, you know, sometimes every once in a while a guy decides to show up last minute. Maybe a guy has to bow out at the last minute, but... Needless to say, 40 cars is going to be starting for 30 spots. So, in reality, it'll be top 16 locked in through time, and then position 17 through 25 will be locked in through uh, last chance qualifying races. And then we'll run with uh, uh, four provisionals, two coming out of the Arca Midwest Tour, and I believe the other two should be coming from uh, local points there at uh, the Fox River uh, Racing Club. And if okay, for some weird reason, that I means there's going to be uh, some Kyle sand drivers going home tomorrow night. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And that's, you know, I've, it's funny, going back through the history book. So uh, Nick Mergic won this race in 2015, won the Dixieland 250. I believe it was about 2009 or 2010, he uh, failed to make the race. So it shows that maybe you might, you know, obviously you're going to go in with your uh, guns a blazing and hope for the best and want to make the show, but. He's just say if you maybe don't make it this year, it doesn't mean you can't come come down the road and make it back and uh, win the big paycheck at the end of the day. So 
uh, that just makes for great racing for the fans to make sure they get out there. You know, I know there's some favorites tomorrow night, and I'm not going to go into that, but it's it's almost like this race has turned into, uh, you know, the surprise, uh, unexpected winners, and uh, I have a feeling that may continue tomorrow night. That's, uh, you know, look in the last 12 days. The last, uh, the last Midwest Tour race was on uh, July 15th. That was a great one at Gundy County Speedway. So I've been you were there. To go over this the last. And that was an exciting race between uh, Ricky Baker and uh, Ty Majeski. While looking through the history books, Ty Majeski hasn't won the Dixieland race. So you're like, well, the way Ty's been running the last couple seasons, he definitely could be a favorite. Of course, you got Dan Fredrickson, who hasn't won the Dixieland race before. I think he's won at every other track, and he's been close to winning Dixieland. He'll be a tough competitor. Casey Johnson's fast wherever he wants, wherever he runs. Uh, of course, Kyle Busch showing up. Uh, it's, you know, a, a guy that I kind of, like, I was kind of thinking it over, you know, it's Paul Schaefer. He's been a second this season on uh, two occasions, once at uh, Gateway and once at Grundy. Uh, he's always been fast wherever he's, he's been in 2016 and now 2017. And, I you know, a Paul Schaefer, Portage, Indiana guy, might be a, a dark horse, I would say, to fans. But in reality, if you look at the drivers, 40, 41 officially signed up right now, you can make a case for definitely more than half of them that, yep, that guy could win it, that guy could win it. Of course, Dennis Brunty, he, I shouldn't say oh, yeah. came out of nowhere last year, but he won it last year. Nick Burgess won it the year before. So I, I can totally see where you're coming from with the thought process that there might be a guy that, you know, five or six people that are kind of talking about this driver, this driver winning, and then at the end of the night there's someone that you didn't think about walking away with that $10,000 check. No, that the purse structure, the purse layout, uh, yeah, it, it, you you can't really beat that. So, uh, Marty, I appreciate your being on the show. I hope to run into you tomorrow night uh, in our travels around the racetrack. And uh, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. And thanks again for being on the show. Thank you for having me, and we'll definitely uh, look forward to tomorrow night. And again, Mark Martin signing autographs will be from 4:30 to. 630. Uh, spectator gates open up at 4 o'clock tomorrow. All righty. Thank you. Jeff, Thank take you. her on over. Hey, Marty. How you doing? Thanks for being on the show tonight. Oh, man, I'm not sure where to go with this. Uh, Mark kind of covered a lot of things. Um, can you basically maybe a little talk, a little talk, talk a little bit about the ARCA Midwest Series, what the series is, where you guys run, where and what kind of tracks? Yep, definitely. So uh, ARCA Midwest Tour is based off, we go all the way back to basically the ARCO series back in the uh, 70s and kind of transitioned to the NASCAR Elite Division and solely the super late model car, which now basically the way the United States, which is great to see, has kind of conformed the rules in the sense of guys from down south can easily run up north, guys from up north can go down south. You know, there's a handful of guys that like to run as the uh, in the Midwest, uh, in the summertime, they'll, or excuse me, in the wintertime from the Midwest, they'll make their way down to Florida. Of course, the snowball derby usually happens down in the uh, Pensacola area. Um, so the structure basically is a, it's a super late model type type car. And the Arca Midwest Tour, um, presented by Stag Power Equipment, runs, we're at five different states, uh, mainly Wisconsin tracks, but we make our way into Illinois, also just uh, into Minnesota, Elko, uh, Elko Speedway, which is... Uh, actually one of the only asphalt tracks in the state of Minnesota. And it starts back in uh, May with the Joe Shear Classic. Uh, it was a 200-lapper, and we wrap everything up uh, October 7th and 8th for the uh, 
famed Oktoberfest weekend at the Lacrosse County Fairgrounds. And if you were able to look at uh, the names of the guys who have raced in that race in the past, uh, Mark Martin being one of them, uh, is quite uh, quite amazing to see. And it's a 12 race season. You know, some years it's been 10 races, some years it's 11. This year we got 12 races in the in the uh, schedule, and we're about halfway through the year. And Ty Majeski, who raced an Xfinity race, the second one last weekend at Iowa Speedway, is the current point leader, and he's actually been the champion the last uh, couple seasons in the Arkham Midwest Tour. Now, speaking about Ty Majeski, he had a bounty. You guys put a bounty on his uh, on his. <laughs> if anybody could beat him at Grundy, but it, but he had but there were some stipulations in it, but. I don't think the bounty was met, so when it goes back, nope. is there still going to be a bounty on him? Nope. So the bounty, uh, since I uh, lost the race, the bounty was not uh, the bounty was not paid out because I had to finish the race on the lead lap. He did not finish the race on the lead lap, so therefore uh, the bounty technically will say was beaten, but just not paid out in the uh, stipulations of the uh, bounty rules. But it basically has shown, you know, I think, I think it was a great move by the uh, Ark Midwest Tour staff because uh, it, it definitely created a lot of uh, noise and excitement in the crowd there at the uh, Grundy County Speedway that night was uh, was a fun one for the Wayne Carter Classic. And uh, Ricky Baker, which is a two-time Grundy County champ, uh, brought home the checkers that night. So at the end of the night, I think everyone was pretty happy. Uh, the hometown driver won. Um, the only one probably not was Ty Majeski, but it just goes to show each each week, you know, it's uh, every time the Ark Midwest Tour hits the track, you know, Ty Majeski's a dominant driver and he's dominated. He's picked up five wins this season, um, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to win each and every time out because there's uh, a bunch of other guys going to be that top dog at the end of the night. And I agree because the, the, the amount of competition in the Ark Midwest Series, because we, we, me and Mark were at Grundy that night, and I told Mark, I said, here it goes. It's a repeat of Rockford again because when uh, Ty came and <laughs> Ty came came from behind and won it at Rockford, and I'm, I told Mark, I'm like, here, I go, here you go. It's a repeat of Rockford. He's gonna he's gonna wait till the end and he's gonna pounce on him. But then uh, they started heating up and Ty kind of got a little spun and I don't know exactly what put him out at the end. But yeah, uh, Arkham Midwest is a great series and uh, you guys are doing some great things and. Uh, Thanks for everything you guys do for racing, and then we appreciate it. Yeah, no, definitely the McCarns family has uh, has really uh, stepped up the game here, and no surprise, McCarns obviously been around the game a long time, but their love for uh, short track racing is, uh, I don't know, basically, I can say much more excitement about being able to help them guys out with the series and uh, everyone that helps out with the Arkham Midwest Tour, and uh, of course, the fans and the drivers are what. Uh, would make it uh, that much more exciting, you know, when you come to a track that, uh, you know, obviously we got some races like a quarter mile, like the Rockford Speedway will go to a little bit bigger track with uh, WIR coming up tomorrow night. Um, kind of all over the map, we're at the uh, Gateway Motorsports Park, and that's just uh, outside of St. Louis, and that's about a mile and a quarter track, and the Super Late Miles definitely rip around that place pretty good. And on, uh, well, we'll say Saturday night, August the 12th, we have that Midsummer Showdown will be at Golden Sands, and that's a a tight little three-eighths, third mile, uh, really not too many walls, so there can be some bumping and grinding. Maybe guys go off the track a little bit, but uh, if he keeps it straight, there's a chance to still get back down in the racing groove. So it's kind of fun to see Midwest Tour, all the different facilities they they race at. And, uh, yeah, the McCarns family definitely, uh, all in all, they, uh, they definitely love, love short track racing in uh, the Midwest. All right, Marty, thanks for your time. And, uh, 
I'm sorry I can't be there tomorrow night, but I got to work. <laughs> Someone's got to work, but uh, I can't I can't make it. So, I've, I've like I said, like you were talking about St. Louis. We were at St. Louis and Rockford and some others. We were at the other races, but I'm sorry I can't make it tonight. And uh, have fun tomorrow night, and thanks for all your time. Well, thanks for having me on tonight. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Arca Midwest Tour, you can always check out uh, MidwestTour.racing for upcoming events. Of course, tomorrow night, Forest County, Pottawatomie, uh, Dixieland 250 there at Wisconsin International Raceway. And then we'll get right back to action over Wisconsin at uh, Golden Sands Raceway there on Saturday night, August the 12th. But thanks for having me on. Again, check out MidwestTour.racing uh, for all the great info, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, I appreciate you guys having me on tonight. All right, Rowdy might want want to talk to you again. Perfect. Rowdy? Hey, Marty, it's Mark. Uh, I have one little thing for you to ask Greg McCarns for me. Yes. Tell him he's got to get together with R.J. Luckett and uh, or R.J. Scott and Luckett with uh, the CRA, and you guys got to switch the uh, Winchester and Oktoberfest being on the same day. Drives me crazy. I got to choose which one to go to. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this: at least this year, so, well, tomorrow night you'll be able to see him in person. Was the uh, 2016 Winchester 400 winner and Travis Braden will be uh, racing tomorrow night at uh, at the Dixieland 250. But uh, that's definitely I'll pass that word along, and uh, I'll uh, we'll see if we can make it work. Maybe in 2018 we'll have uh, we'll be able to make a couple of race weekends out of the end of uh, the beginning of October. I'll, I'll try to track Greg down tomorrow night and uh, put that bug in his ear. Uh, it makes it tough for race fans like me to decide which race to go to. So uh, looking forward to seeing Travis race tomorrow night. He'll put on a good show. I hope he adapts Wisconsin International well. It's uh, it's a tough track for your first time there. Yeah, and if there's anyone that can do it after watching Travis race at uh, Grundy on uh, that Saturday night, July 15th, he's uh, he's definitely a man that can do it. He's uh, one heck of a wheelman behind the Super Late model. Yes, we saw him win the, the ARCA CRA race at uh, Lucas Oil Raceway a couple of weeks ago with the ARCA cars when they were double-headering. So he's a good wheelman. Looking forward to seeing it. There's a lot of good wheelmen tomorrow night. So <laughs> I'll try to track you down, Marty. Perfect. Well, thank, thank you, Marty. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you, guys. Have a wonderful rest of the night. Yes. All right. Thanks, thank Marty. Thanks, Marty, again. Thank you. Well, we knew he was going to be a great guest, and he lived up to his expectations, didn't he, guys? Sure did, Rowdy. Yeah, Rowdy. Good. Jeff, I didn't realize you wasn't going to get to make it, man. I know you're going to miss it. Mark's going to be there. Our soul guy there tomorrow night. Yeah, you know someone's got to work, Rowdy, in this group. I know, bro. I know. I know. I, <laughs> hey, well, well, well when I you know. have two two girls in college, you know priorities take precedence, don't they, Jeff? Uh, they sure do, and I'm I'm working as we speak, Rowdy. You know, it never stops. Damn. Well, you know. Just like you said, kids in college, you got to work. You got to pick and choose what you can do, you know. And I'm pretty fortunate, well, you know. You know me, the other night was my 30th race of the year already, so I'm not doing too bad for having to work. That's what I was fixing to say. Man, you, you can't be 
you can't be complaining too much because y'all have been to several races. I didn't realize you'd been to 30. And Mark's got 35 already. I'm trying to keep pace with Mark. Mark's trying to keep pace with Mark. It's not easy, Jeff. (laughs) No, I'm going to miss you guys tomorrow night. Uh, my two wingmen. It's uh, it's always more fun going to the races with you guys. Yeah, I enjoy it too. You know, uh, gives you gives you a little something to look forward to. It does, Rowdy, and uh, we've got this fall to look forward to. Hopefully, and uh, come Wednesday, you'll get some good news, and uh, you'll be able to be able to plan a little bit more accordingly. Well, I'm looking forward to that, too, Mark. Uh, we're waiting on Jason to call now with the Brett Holmes racing report. Uh, Brett's, what, uh, fifth in points? Sixth. Sixth in points. He's hanging in there. He's not, he's not too far out of... Uh, he, he, he can get back up to third, possibly, but he's fourth. He and Gus Dean are in it for a tight battle the rest of the year for Rookie of the Year in the points position, Rowdy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They sure are. About a 50, you know. and between, between Brett and uh, Gus Dean, they're only 55 points away. Gus wow. Dean's at 26.55, and Brett's at 2,600. Yeah, and, you know, that's going to be a good thing to watch on the racetrack uh for listeners out there, you know, keep an eye on the 23 and the 32. Uh, they're fighting it out for Rookie of the Year in points position. So, yeah, every position counts at this point in the season. Hey, and you know, those guys, I'm going to say it, we've already said it tonight. When you show up to track, you've got 15 or a few more that could actually win that race. And Gus and, and Brett's right in that mix. You just don't know who's going to who, who, who to pick. No, Roddy, you really don't. And uh, after a tough opening of the season, uh, Gustine has really come on, and uh, they've been running and finishing top ten, top five, and he's been pointing himself into that position. And I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't win a race mm-hmm. soon. Please, that that noise must have been coming from Jeff. On his, he's still working. I got him, Jeff. I got you on kind of mute because uh, it was the roar of the truck. Yep, he's uh, he he's finishing up for the day. That's for sure. Uh, but. No, we were as we were saying, Gustine and, and Brett are, are are locked in a really tight fight, Rowdy, for that rookie of the year battle. Well, I think it's gonna go down probably to the last race. I think It'll you're right. I, I'm not, you know, I'd be surprised if it didn't, Rowdy. No, I wouldn't I mean I'm I'm looking at it going down to the last race at Kansas. And I didn't realize that they was like uh 27, I believe it's 27 days between Kansas and Kentucky race. They race Kentucky and then 
believe if I'm not mistaken, it's 28 days or 27 days to the next to the final race. Right, right. Well, hopefully you and I will be meeting up in Kentucky again this year, Rowdy, if things go according to plan. Well, that's that's on the bucket list. Uh, and the guys, you know, they're already talking Daytona already. I mean, we're, we're at race number 12 coming up, and uh, they're already thinking about I guess everybody's trying to get their budgets and their sponsors lined up for 2018. This is the time of year you got to do it, Rowdy. You can't do it in December. It's got to be done now. I'm surprised it's gone this long for them, for some of these teams. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, we're waiting on uh, Jason now. Guys. Let's bring in. Hey, Don, you, are you still hanging on for dear life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> well, somebody has to do it. You do it well, Don. That's right. Somebody got to be a couch potato. And uh, just to inform, get Jeff. I had Jeff on mute, and I've got Jeff back off mute. He said he was parked. Just to get him up on speed, uh, we still don't have a Don Don motorhome yet. <laughs> well, you know, you know, priorities come first. You know, I'd rather sit and watch TV and have electricity than go out and have something sit in the driveway that would uh, go to a racetrack. But that well, doesn't work. Let it say it. It's not going to oh, sit no, in Pulaski. No, it's it going to be it. passing Pulaski Edge. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be back. It won't be back for 20 weeks after yeah. 20 races. That'd be all right. As long as I'll put gas in it and change oil in it, we'll be in good shape. Don't run over nobody. <laughs> well, that's going to be I'd another story. If 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 Mark drove it, I'd have to put stickers all in the back glass. Well, we're gonna you do that. Right, you would. We got. Yeah, hey, we want. We gonna. We, we want to fill that back window, that motorhome, full of stickers. Where we've been. That's right. That's what we'll do. Mark wouldn't fill it home without these stickers in the back glass. We know where you've been, though, don't we, Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh. The back window's full now. I don't have any more room. I'm starting to do use the side windows now. Hey, just wait till you, wait till you start to put them on the windshield. Yeah, the police seem to have a disturbance about that, about blocking your vision. So we'll oh. we'll we'll see what happens with that one, Don Don. <laughs> you just stick your head out the window and look see where you're going. Yeah, if I got some goggles for the dirt races in the car or in the camper, so I'd be able to see okay. Yeah. Hey, why don't y'all, because uh, you're not going to be able to see the solar, uh, that eclipse, why don't y'all just drive down here to Tennessee? We have the eclipse. 
Yeah, but y'all want Tennessee's the best place to see it, from. No, it's well, not. Well, come up and pick up with your RV, and I'll come on down with you. All right. Southern <laughs> Illinois is supposed to be the best place. Is it warm? Well, well, you know what, Don? In, in, in all reality, my wife's actually looking at those solar eclipse glasses that you can wear and safely look at it. Yeah, best thing to do is pair, put a set of welding goggles on or something. A welding that would work, too. Don said some kind of picture of it, and now I have to wear a patch on my eye. Yeah, no, I'm the one who needs to wear a patch on my eye. You didn't tell them all. I got a black eye, guys. <laughs> what, who hit you over the head? You're never going to believe how I got a black eye. Some girl. A girl hit you over the head. I, 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 I was sitting on the I was sitting on the staircase at the landing with the dog and we were rustling and she popped her head up and she banged me on, right underneath my eye and I saw stars and the next morning I got a black eye. <laughs> okay, tell us the real how it really happened now, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say just it was Ann popped me finally for going to so many damn races, but. <laughs> Yep, the dog got me. Well, listen, guys, I got Jason with the Brett Holmes Racing Report. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Jason. Hey, Rowdy. Hey, guys. How we doing tonight? Hey, Jason. Great. Good to hear from you this week. Good to be heard. Well, Jason, give us a rundown, my friend. What's your game well, plan guys, for the yeah, so uh, so we had a little bit of a, a rough weekend in Pocono. You know, we brought a really good car. Um, it was a new car we brought to Pocono. We we, we practiced and qualified pretty decently with it um, relative to where we were at the first Pocono race, so we made progress with that. Uh, we had a little bit of a left front issue during the race, had a left front tire go down, so that put us a lap down. And with the lack of, you know, yellow flag, you know, cautions coming out in that race, it kind of – kept us in the back, but we were, we made progress, you know, we made progress with the intermediate program, we feel like, and I mean, sometimes you just got to chalk it up to racing, but overall, I mean, of course, it's frustrating, and I mean, if you follow the season at all, I mean, what's new, but, um, you know, you got to take, you got to draw from the positives, and and move on, and moving into, and, and we've all talked about this, Winchester, um, where we tested a few weeks after Indianapolis, after IRP, um, we feel really confident going into Winchester. I mean, Brett loves the track. He's we we know that Brett has a history of running really well at short tracks in the ARCA Racing Series, Super Late Model and Late Model. So we're excited to get up there. He was really excited at the test. We had uh, we felt really good about the car. Sam and and Mike and John and everybody else on the team really feels like that Winchester, you know, could be um, a pretty special event for us. So we're excited to get down there. It'll be nice uh, to run down there on a Sunday, a little different change of pace from what we've been used to the past few weeks. Um, you know, Indiana come kind of getting back towards the, 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 the middle of the country and, and where Arca racing is, is definitely most beloved 
um, up there in the Midwest. So we're always excited to to get to a track like Winchester. I mean, it's a very historic track, and uh, we feel good about them. And looking just a bit past that, I mean, we've got those dirt tracks coming up where we feel like uh, Brett will have a good shot at since he grew up on dirt. Um, the plan is after this week, after the Winchester race, uh, we're going to break uh, the, the late models back out, the dirt late models, and get him down to Talladega Short Track and kind of shake some uh, shake some rust off and, and get get back to the the yeah, dirt feeling yeah. with a race car. So we're excited about that. So the next month, um, it's going to be a crucial part of the season. I mean, we're running for, for Rookie of the Year, and we're running for a solid top five in points. So, uh, you know, a little bit of setback this past weekend, but looking forward to uh, – definitely leaving a mark here after the next few races so things are things are definitely moving forward and uh we just got to keep on keeping on and that's what we've been doing so uh, it'll come to us and uh just gotta stay positive and, and keep working hard well you know you got really you got the probably brett's strong points coming up with winchester springfield and decoin yeah, right, and we really felt like going into this season, I mean, you take a section and you say, well, we're going to be a little weaker here, a little stronger here. I mean, I think we're looking at possibly the strongest section of you know of the season for us. Um, you kind of throw in Road America there, which is going to be a complete wild card for us because Brett has never run on a road course. So um, that's going to be a week of him just, you know, us just kind of, you know, showing up with, uh, you know, low expectations, that, you know, just trying to, make sure everything uh we just don't tear up a race car or anything like that but sandwiched uh you know if you, if you look at the other races i mean we we could definitely make up some big ground here uh over the next month so we we just got to you know keep on working at it and uh i think uh the guys are finally caught up in the shop compared to you know where we were about a month ago so uh we got uh, you know we got that intermediate Car done for Pocono, and we'll run that the rest of the season at Kansas and Kentucky. So, uh, I mean, we're, we feel good about the speed on that car. If we can just get some luck with that car, it'll be good. But, you know, then again, that's not, you know, we're about sick of talking about luck. I mean, yeah, there's luck, and there's good luck and bad luck, but, I mean, it gets to a point where you got to perform, and that's where we are now. So we're showing up at the track with the best equipment possible uh, that we can bring and, and just try to, you know, start beating down the door pretty soon here but um i mean overall in the year i mean you, you take a look and you see where, what progress we've made um the beginning of the year was a setback for us i mean it's no you know uh small thing that we did have issues with the crew chief and we did have to you know make adjustments at the middle of the season so i mean we basically split the season into two seasons i mean we had last season which was the beginning of this year up till the midway point and then we've got this side of the season. So hopefully this side of the season can really propel us to where our goals were at the beginning of the season. So that's just kind of what we're working on right now, and we're excited. And we're, we got to, we're working on some special things coming up. Uh, we got some uh, ideas for the, the Salem throwbacks and stuff like that. So we're looking forward to – I mean, we, we really love running in the ARCA Racing Series, and uh, we love the fan support, and we really love – uh, just getting to get out there every week, and uh, we're truly blessed to just have the opportunity to do it. So uh, uh, we're looking forward to the rest of the season, and uh, it's get it gets about as hectic as it'll get all season 
over the next month or a half in a half or so. So we're looking forward to it. Well, you know, Jason, hold your head up, man. It ain't got nothing to be ashamed of, and you're gaining experience. I mean, you know, we talk luck, but experience, you can't beat experience. I'm going to throw you over to Mark real quick because Mark's going to probably see you. Mark and Jeff will see you this weekend coming up at Winchester. Hey, Mark, you're live with. Hey, Jason, you me, how are you doing tonight? Hey, what's going on, brother? I'm doing good. I hope you are, too. We're looking forward to seeing you. Are you going to be in Winchester? Absolutely. I'll see you all up there, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, we'll track you down, then, and we'll see you at Winchester. Jeff and I should be making the trip down. You know, we were talking points and rookie of the year and all that. You guys are right in the middle of it. There's, anything can happen in these next eight races. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing a, a, a good fight to the finish between you and, and whoever else ends up being in that position. So, uh, good luck at it. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. We're, we're excited about that battle with Gustine right now, uh, for the rookie of the year. You know, it's been, it's been every week, it's been somebody else and, you know, it's, he'll get it one week, we'll get it one week. And, uh, he's a great guy. We really love competing with him. So, uh, looking forward to that race towards the end of the season and, uh, it couldn't be between two better guys. I mean, Brett and Gus get along and uh, outside the racetrack at least, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, definitely making making a good race for the fans and for Rookie of the Year towards the end of the season. No, it's, it's going to be a tough battle between, and, and it's down to you two uh, right at this point. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Best of luck with it. Keep running strong. We'll see you in Winchester, and I'll turn you over to Jeff. Jeff, you got anything for Jason? Yeah, I do. Uh, how you doing, Jason? Thanks for being on the show tonight. Hey, um, you guys made a crew chief swap uh, a few weeks back. Is everything's kind of starting to gel and come together and communication, things with the shops kind of settling into place now, or how's that going? Yeah, we've seen a tremendous – I mean, Jeff, even even when the change was made, we saw an instant uh, change in uh, just how the team was uh, showing up to the racetrack, how they were functioning, how, you know, the, the morale of the team changed. Um, Sam was with us in the previous season, or with us last season, and uh, we really enjoyed having him as car chief. So him moving into crew chief this year was was really great, and having him kind of help the team gel and we've seen it every week being it's a progressive, you know, trend right now. We're getting better every week as far as, you know, every aspect of the team. Every week we're getting better. Since Sam has been on, we haven't seen any decline as far as uh, the way we're showing up at the track, the equipment, but we're, we're bringing the communication between the team. We're seeing a progression uh, in a positive slope. So uh, hopefully by the end of the season, you know, getting down there through that home stretch at the end of the season, will really start to gel, and, and even over the next few weeks, really start to gel. But but Sam and Brett just can speak on a, a different level than he and the previous crew chief could. So um, we're looking forward to seeing how that relationship develops and how the overall team dynamic develops. But uh, it was definitely a monkey wrench, in, you know, thrown into the season. But we've done – you know, I think a good job with what we, you know, the cards we've been dealt. So uh, it's it's definitely a positive thing right now, and we're all pretty excited to 
see how it goes for the rest of the season. All right. I will, me and Mark, like we said, we will see you down in uh, Winchester, and uh, good luck this weekend uh, with, the, with the whole team. All right. I appreciate it, Mark and Jeff. Hey, uh, Jason, if you would, let's talk about your sponsors and how everybody can keep up with you. All righty. So, yeah, we just we got some great people to work with us. You know, we got Southern States Bank on with us and uh, Homes to Excavation um, and Veterans Oil as well. Um, you can definitely find us at our website, www.brettholmes.com. Uh, go on our Facebook page. I keep that updated Um very regularly, and especially during race weekends, uh, you can always get your your updated info on on BHR. Um, I do all that personally, and and make sure that I connect well with with our fan base, and I think we've seen good returns in that. So at Brett Holmes two on uh, Instagram and Twitter, as well as the Facebook page at Brett Holmes uh, Racing. So any of those ways you can get hold of us, and uh, you know keep track of. The blue and yellow number 23 Chevy. So uh, we appreciate everybody out there and uh, good talking to you guys. And I look forward to seeing Mark and Jeff at Winchester. And uh, Rowdy, it's always good to talk to you, brother. And uh, I'll see you all down the road somewhere, okay? Thank you, Jason. And we appreciate every weekend you come on. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. You Thanks, Jason. Jason. See you at Winchester. All right, guys. That's Jason always does a great job. Puts good spin on everything. And like we said, he's going down to the wire for the rookie of the year. And, you know, you can't beat experience, guys. Y'all know that. Every lap, one lap closer to what your goal is, getting that track experience. No, Rowdy. You know, I think uh, maybe in the beginning of the year, uh, Brett was probably considered the favorite and uh, had a good shot at it. Gus was maybe a little bit more of the unknown of the two, and uh, boy, the the two of them are putting on a real, real battle for this rookie of the year in a top five points position. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the year to watch him go at it. Well, you know, guys, I think we're going to be watching these guys for a long, long time in different levels. So uh, this is probably just the beginning of a battle. For a lot of these guys, it'll be moving up someday. I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. If we can just save NASCAR, if we can just save NASCAR. If not, hey, we got the best thing going right here in Arca. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the '66 year. Rowdy, uh, yeah, we talk about it all the time, uh, and and you have the best explanation for it, Rowdy. If Barnum and Bailey, the circus can go under after all these years, why can't NASCAR? Well, you know, that Midwest tour, like the Bounty, I mean, you know, that I call that uh, creative promotion. You know, that's that, they go out and, and, and they're promoting the show. They're coming up with something creative that stirs an interest and makes people want to go see, can he get the Bounty? Who's going to get the Bounty? You know what, Rowdy, and they came out to see it that Saturday night. The fans, the fans filled the stands and uh, – they saw a really good race, regardless if the bounty was paid out or not, which it wasn't. Uh, they saw a heck of a race for the majority of that race. So, yeah, they got their money's worth. Well got their money's worth that night. 
Well, Todd, we're easing down to the end of this old goat roping here. What what you got your clothes on? Well, looking forward to having an awesome seven days out the walking Glen. Uh, I want to say you guys do the most amazing job and have some of the great guests on. It's amazing to hear the stories. So I'd like to thank each and every one of you. Well, Todd, you know, like I said, Watkins Glen closing in on you here. That's that's your weekend. We're we're looking forward for you coming back and telling us, uh, give us an update from Watkins Glen. Well, I'll let you all on a secret. I have in my truck right now one of Casey Kane's old crew shirts and part of his fender, and I am donating them <laughs> to a 17-year-old disabled kid who is non-functional anymore. So I am donating them to him and his family. Oh, Todd, well, another one of those gestures that you're making. You're you're getting to be famous for those. Good for you, buddy. Well, I figure it's the least I could do for him. Um, I happened to get my hands on another one of Casey Kane's shirt, so I really did not mind donating it. And uh, I'm looking forward to a fun-packed weekend. Well, we're well, in yeah, you know what? Right. After this weekend, Todd, you know what you got to look forward to then, don't you? Oh, uh, you! I'm already looking forward to that. I believe it or not, don't tell anybody at Walking Glen, but I could really skip the Glen and just concentrate on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking forward to it, Todd. We're looking forward to it. Todd, we appreciate it, man. Thank you, Rowdy, very much. All right, Don Don. What you got going on there for the night to close her out? Well, I don't know, you know. I've seen uh as long as Todd gets a picture of Dale Junior and not his car, uh, we'll be in good shape. <laughs> well, for for my seat for Sunday, there's a little walkway that they go from their campers around the media building to the garage area. I am going to be standing... I'm going to be standing there because I'm taking one of his cars so if he comes through there, I can get a sign. And if so, I am going to get a picture with him with that car and I'm directly going to send that to you, bud. Okay, all right. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I might kiss you in Talladega. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, don't run him off now. Come on, Don. Don't scare hey, the hey, poor man, Don. Hey, what 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 stays in Talladega stays in Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Now, you're well, for to come to Yeah, he, he really is. And, and uh, we're looking forward to it, Todd. We're, we're really looking forward to it. What, what about you there, Jeff? What's your closeout for tonight? All right, Roddy. Just looking forward to Winchester. I want to give some uh, a little history of Winchester with ARCA. ARCA's first race at Winchester was 1957. The winner was Don O'Dell. 
most wins in Arca in Winchester is Frank Kimmel with six wins in 96, 2000, 2002, 2003, 2006, and 2013. Other big winners there. Multiple winners, Tim Steele, 93, 95, 97, and 2001. And look look out for Cunningham Motorsports this weekend. Cunningham Motorsports went back-to-back in 2011 with Dakota Armstrong and 2012 with Alex Bowman. And just recently, last year, with the ARCA champion, Chase Briscoe, won it in 2016. If you can get to Winchester... Get out. It's known as the fastest half mile, and it's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. Hope everybody can get there. Thank you, Jeff. All right, Mark, what about you? Well, I just have to, you know, say the same thing Jeff just said, uh, Winchester. It's, uh, it's a special track. It's a special place. Get out there. Check it out. Uh and tomorrow night, uh, it's near and dear to my heart. And uh, Wisconsin International, the Dixieland 250, and uh, the 38 for the big eight late model cars. That's uh, just going to be a fun show. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, go to Speed 51 for different accounts uh, of the race and, and views. And, uh, yeah, Go to our Facebook page because I'm going to be sending plenty of pictures and Rowdy's going to be posting them and putting some text up what we're up to. So enjoy. We'll talk with you guys all next Monday night. And until then, bye-bye. Well, you know, I'm not trying to kill the crowd because, you know, from Alabama to uh, Wisconsin to drive. But, guys, let me tell you, Speed 51 has that package for $19 on pay-per-view, and that's going to be hard to beat. So if you want to watch it on pay-per-view, Speed 51's got it, guys. Thanks, Robbie. Hey, everybody, keep that light shining until next Monday night. I'm Rowdy, and I'm out of here.